Nowadays, it might be extra difficult to get out of bed and get to work. The pandemic isn't making it easy either. With no end in sight, it can lead many of us to lose sight of what truly matters and cause so much self-doubt within us. Welcome to the Transcom podcast together with My Nation. This is Catrivinha, mental health advocate and the head of content and communications for My Nation. We are a mental health and well-being organization with the goal of happier, healthier communities. And we've partnered with Transcom to provide teams and employees with mental health services and content like these to help you become your best and most productive selves. This is going to be an exciting and interesting discussion on something that has been looming, the feeling of burnout. What is it? How can we avoid it? Is it something that we can recover from? Listen in. I invite you to take a trip down memory lane with me to the very first day that you got your job. Maybe here in Transcom, maybe down to your youth. For some of us, we may have landed such a dream role. And I know that there are some that this may be a stepping stone for them towards a greater path. Either way, we've all felt the figure and the jitters of our first day of work. You feel the excitement, the gusto for waking up in the morning and getting things done. That rush in putting new ideas on the table and proving yourself to your peers and your bosses. It's not every day that we get to feel that kind of rush. In fact, as time passes, and as more work and more responsibilities come in, we start to feel the stress. And just like anything that we have to do on a repetitive basis, like relationships, house chores, taking care of a pet, some things that used to invigorate us now feel like another box we have to tick. And from some, it can get to the point where you couldn't even seem to drag yourself off bed simply because you're spent. You don't feel plugged into the role or the things that you need to do Or you feel like you're not in any position to change anything and quitting is not even an option. Is this burnout? Am I too stressed? Or is it something far deeper? Burnout is when you're feeling more than tired. Tiredness is defined as the state in which one desires to sleep or rest. Once you've done either, The tired feeling usually goes away and you can carry on with normal activities as you would. It's normal for everyone to feel tired. Burnout, however, is being overtired. It's a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. The term was first coined by German-American psychologist Herbert Freudenberger in 1974 after observing a group of volunteers in a clinic for addicts and homeless people in New York City. The clinic's volunteers were struggling with their intense work, and according to doctor, the stress from the job was causing them to feel demotivated and emotionally drained. Though they found their jobs rewarding before, they had now become cynical and depressed. They weren't even giving the patients the attention that they deserved. Burnout is not considered a mental illness. According to the World Health Organization, it's a syndrome resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. And by that, we know that burnout could be addressed beforehand, but it's not impossible to get over. It will take time though. While burnout is not considered a mental illness, it's still a mental health issue because if left unresolved, it can lead to reduced productivity sap your energy, leave you feeling depressed, cynical, and resentful. 
Burnout can cause long-term changes to your body that can make you feel vulnerable to illnesses like colds and the flu. And because of its many consequences, it's important to deal with burnout right away. According to the World Health Organization, too, that there are three symptoms of burnout. There's the physical, emotional, and behavioral symptoms. The physical symptoms is the feeling of tiredness and drainness most of the time. You also find difficulty to sleep, lowered immunity, frequent illnesses. You experience several headaches or muscle pain, but maybe laboratory tests show nothing wrong. The emotional symptom of doubt and sense of failure, feeling helpless, defeated, or trapped, the loss of motivation, and an increased negative outlook, and you feel detached or dissatisfied with no sense of accomplishments. And then we have the behavioral symptoms. Your productivity is obviously lowered, withdrawn for responsibilities, isolation, use of unhealthy coping mechanisms to, of course, cope, procrastination, having a short fuse, skipping work or coming in late, and wanting to always leave early. Let's talk about some myths on burnout. Myth number one, burnout means you're weak and cannot handle stress. When you're tired and over-experiencing negative emotions like cynicism, it's fertile ground for your inner critic to appear and question everything from the way that you work to your sanity. This is where so much self-doubt happens and you start to question, why are my colleagues not feeling the same way? Am I the only one that's feeling this? I must be weak. I must be unfit for the job. And so many other negative talks happen. You've already gone through so much stress and this has prolonged. And it's easy for you to start speaking to yourself in a very negative way. This is a myth. Second myth is that if I rest for a day, it'll all go away. Sometimes when we're speaking to our bosses or colleagues, we get the response of, hey, I hear you, I'm stressed too. Just take Friday off and they'll all be good. Leaders often don't understand the difference between day-to-day stress and burnout. And suggesting quick fixes like that minimizes the problem and the ask for help. In addition, research shows that vacations don't cure burnout. While burnout levels do decrease during vacation, they often return to pre-vacation levels within a week or two after returning to work. As with mental health concerns, dealing with burnout may take time for your body to refrain and recuperate. Myth number three, if I work harder, it'll all go away. We often think that when we put the pedal to the metal, it'll all be okay. I'll get to catch up on work. Then I can finally take my rest. It's the same as what we discuss with myth two. We cannot simply think that overworking ourselves is the key to solving a concern that is built up over time. If anything, they'll make the causes or the symptoms of burning out a lot faster. For all of these myths, false, false, false. We have to rethink the way that we deal with myth. We have to rethink our definition of burnout. We are not weak. We are not able to recuperate or just simply get over it if we take a day off or a week off. It has to be something that we are more mindful of and something that we have to take adequate and active care for. In dealing with stress, we at My Nation share that there is a healthy kind of stress. 
It's one that motivates us to move forward and become better and deals with problems and challenges. But prolonged stress will lead to burnout. It empties you and kills your motivation. This can be at work, at home, and even in relationships. People who perceive their jobs as stressful and demanding to do, in fact, report more burnout. However, job stress is only linked to higher burnout rates when people feel like they aren't making a difference. Those who already have a mindset of stressful work may be influenced by colleagues or outside opinion. It can take an effect to those who will experience more burnout, but it's an important thing to know that it's also our leader's and manager's job to drill down highlight the impact that the, and the difference that each employee is making. Let's do a quick emotional check-in. See and ask yourself, am I feeling burnout? Are you feeling cynical or negative about work? And are these feelings escalating? Is your motivation decreasing? Is it becoming difficult for you to perform work-related problem-solving? Do you feel yourself getting more agitated or angry at work? Are interpersonal skills at work spilling over in your home life? Do you feel depressed as a result of work-related stress? And is work-related stress causing you anxiety? If yes, what now? There are three steps that I'd like you to keep in mind. Recognition, reversal, and resilience. The first is recognition. We've already done the first step. We've checked in. We've asked ourselves how we're doing. But a lot of us will brush this feeling under the rug. Sure, I'm feeling tired, but who isn't? Traditionally, leaders would also think that feeling tired or unable to cope with work are all signs of a bad employee. But we're not robots. It's normal to experience burnout, but we shouldn't have to get here to change our ways. Once we've gotten the understanding of how we're feeling, honored our state, we dig deeper and ask ourselves, why? When we talk about losing vigor to do the things that used to excite us, it can be largely driven by our loss of clarity or sight of why. My favorite productivity and leadership book is Start With Why by Simon Sinek. He says, charisma has nothing to do with energy. It comes with a clarity of why. It comes from absolute conviction in an ideal bigger than oneself. Energy, in contrast, comes from a good night's sleep or lots of caffeine. Energy can excite, but only charisma can inspire. Charisma commands loyalty and energy does not. When we simply don't know why we do things anymore, it can be easy to get lost in the many things happening around us today, with the pandemic, the personal stress. When we're aligned with our why, it's a different kind of fuel or charisma that makes things happen and gives us focus. So let me ask, apart from your income, why are you here in Transcom? Why are you doing the job that you do? The next step is reversal. When we're burnt out, there's most definitely hope. When you feel like you're already at this point, it's important to get back to basics. Keep hydrated, eat healthy, recharge to the fullest. Increasing your well-being is not always easy, especially when you're at your lowest. So make sure to take that extra step to seek help from those around you and from trusted professionals as soon as possible. And please, take time to rest. Recovery from burnout is a slow journey and requires daily rest. 
The next step is resilience. A huge part of being resilient is understanding that resilience is not about bouncing back or going back to normal, but moving forward and becoming a better version of yourself. And at the core of resilience is understanding the way that we cope and providing ourselves with adequate self-care so that we get to recharge and refuel. The next step to resilience, apart from maintenance, is of course self-improvement. What can I learn from this burnout? What can I learn from this experience? How can I become better? How can I optimize so that I don't burn out easily the next time? The next steps into making sure that you don't experience burnout again is to establish healthy boundaries. Setting boundaries can avoid you from spreading yourself too thin, especially when you're on the brink of burnout. Setting limits on the time you give others can help manage stress while recovering from burnout. It is not a sign of weakness, but knowing that you have to protect your well-being as well. Boundaries don't mean avoiding a person altogether, but maybe avoiding a specific habit, behavior, or ask that may be pushing you to your limit. You can try saying yes to the person and no to the task. Be firm about your needs and talk to others involved and let them know what's happening. Explain that you need some support in order to take care of your health and manage your workload productively. Part of burnout recovery is learning to prioritize work-life balance. After leaving work, focus your attention on relaxing and recharging from the next day. A good example of being able to honor those boundaries is to respect your rest. There are a number of ways you can rest and recover. Find something that works for you and use it to balance your stress levels. Above all, this important act will work towards avoiding burnout so you can perform your best when it counts. When you're already on the brink of burnout or experiencing burnout, we think that doing some aimless tasks like looking at our phones can help. Looking through social media, checking in on other people. But we have to be conscious of what we consume too. Not just in the food we eat or the things that we drink, but also what we feed our minds. So limit your online time. Lastly, seek professional help. It's important, and I cannot stress enough, how we need professionals like our psychiatrists or psychologists to be able to cope better and recover from symptoms of burnout. Remember that our anxiety is caused by the fear of the future or things that may not have happened yet. Don't zoom forward on this. Mahatma Gandhi says there is more to life than simply increasing speed. Our awareness with what's happening now that I am tired, I need help, I need to rest, and acceptance will help us create that leeway we need to plan for what's to come. Take care of your mental health always. Take a step back. You deserve that rest. You deserve the best of well-being. Reach out to a mental health professional through My Nation anytime, anywhere. We're available 24-7 to Transcom employees. Simply click on the Facebook Messenger chat to chat with us 24-7 or email us at book at mynation.com to book your session. We're here for you anytime. Take care.